Chapter 2. Induction Junction As the sun rises and shines down on the lower slopes of the Rocky Mountain, the cock crows, signaling the beginning of the workday for the inhabitants of the stronghold. Shut the fuck up, you rotten fucking bird! A man screams out the window of his house. Fucking piss off, you worthless chicken! The man, all sagging, sun-browned skin, average height, bald except for a couple wild patches of salt and pepper hair, stands at the window in nothing but a tattered pair of underwear. He scratches his ass, then lets loose with a wicked fart, sniffing his hand after catching a piece of it. Classy, Dad, Valencia Baptiste says as she pulls on a sweater made of a surprisingly soft blend of wool and hemp over her t-shirt to fight the late spring chill that still clings to the mornings in the Rockies. You think you could go sniff farts in your room where the neighbors can't see you? Fuck Harmon and Junie Bell, the man, Colin Baptiste, sneers. Couple of twats with sticks up there. He scrunches his face as he searches for the word. Twats, his daughter offers, grabbing a jug of water from the kitchen counter. Yeah, Colin nods. Fucking twats. Well, I see Harmon is ready to have a morning discussion with you, Valencia says as she quickly picks up her boots and opens the kitchen door. Good luck with that. Twenty-two, tall, blonde, dark brown eyes, and built like a dancer that's all muscles and grace, Valencia Baptiste takes a deep breath of the cool mountain air and sighs as she watches her neighbor walk toward her. Harmon Lindelof is in his late fifties, short, thick, and hairy as a badger, his wife, Junie Bell, likes to say. Recently retired from service in the teams, he's always taken a liking to Val Baptiste, and has always taken a severe disliking to her father. Val, Harmon Lindelof nods as he steps over the bent and broken picket face that separates the neighbor's yards. Gonna have a word with your dad. I figured, Har, Val says as she hops on one foot while pulling on a boot. Word of warning, he's been drinking the hooch all night. Never went to sleep. Fuck, Harmon frowns. I thought Bullet was all out. Cranky just finished a new batch, Val says as she works on the other boot. Dad was first in line. Holy hell, Harmon says as he rubs his tired face. How much did he get? I'll be eating at the barracks for the rest of the month, Val says, lacing both boots, then standing straight and stretching. Ration tickets are already gone. Son of a bitch, Harmon says. I'll see if I can find his stash and get some of your tickets back. Don't bother, Val says. The food's better at the barracks. Hey, isn't today the big day? Harmon asked. They pick the new mates for DTA. Yep, Val smiles. Aid candidates. Just have to get through the trials, and I'm in. You'll make it, Val, Harmon says. If anyone was born to be part of that team, it was you. Lord knows you've had enough fighting experience with that asshole in there. Careful now, he's still my dad, Val says. But yeah, he's a total asshole. Gotta run, Har. Good luck, Val, Harmon calls out as he watches the young woman sprint off down the street. He turns back to the rundown house and growls, Okay, you drunk fuck, let's do this. The Stronghold, also known as Boulder, Colorado, or was before Z-Day hit the world close to a hundred years ago and the dead started walking the earth. No explanation, no warning, just one day corpses began to dig themselves out of graves, sit up in morgues, fight their way out of body bags and caskets, and they were hungry. Attacking the living and feasting off their flesh, the undead, the zombies, the Zs, multiplied quickly as the victims turned and became part of the undead ranks. That was a Sunday. By Monday evening, the world was lost, 
and those still alive began their never-ending fight to survive. Many survivors realized that running wasn't an option and began to fortify their homes, their neighborhoods, their towns. Boulder was a city that decided the undead wouldn't be allowed citizenship. They fought, they killed, they died, they endured until they were able to push the Z's back and take back most of the city. Now, so many decades later, they have the stronghold locked down tight against the zombie horde with a system of ditches, barricades, fences, razor wire nets, pits, and other various defenses, all stretched out before a massive wall. In the beginning, and for years after, they had power from solar, wind, and geothermal sources. But that's all gone as parts and expertise died out. Remnants of a dead society left to live on in memories handed down from generation to generation.